1: Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do
2: come. Jen's all right as well. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello,
4: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
0: What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy
1: Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Correct. Hello and welcome
0: to Fingers on Buzzers. That's what this is, Fingers on Buzzers. It's another episode and there's a sort of triumphant feel to this one because it's all about the winners. Champions edition. Championers. So we've got uh, Asma Mir, who is a brilliant broadcaster and journalist mm-hmm. and also a stunning mastermind celebrity Champion, brilliant! Uh, She did incredibly well on that. And then we have the winner, the new winner
1: of Brain of Britain, the The new, the current brain, the newly crowned Mm. Brain of Britain, Mr. David Stainer. Stainer, who is he's a he is a big name. In the quiz circuit. Is he? Yes. Yes. Tell us about that. It's about time he was recognised on a national level.
0: Well, he did very well and I have listened to the final and I cannot wait to talk to him to get a bit of a sort of playthrough of uh, how he felt and what went on. So that's great. We will also be discussing quiz in the 1950s. Of course. Following on from uh, which is it's an exciting decade.
1: I am, I'm getting I'm getting excited about you're, the the info that you're going to spew mm, at us. You're
0: remembering the movie quiz show uh, fondly,
1: very yes. fondly,
0: fondly. Rafe find Fy- lovely Rafe find, uh, and we have a listener quiz from Ross Quinn. Ross Quinn quiz. It's the Quinn quiz. The Quinn. Quinn quiz coming up later. So that's all to come on fingers on buzzers. <laughs> So, Jen, last week we discussed the 1940s in quizzing, which was kind of the emergence of the television and radio quiz. It's the
1: development of formats, really. Yes. It's it's working out what the public wanted to get their teeth into. Because I think quizzing was a bit more free-form, I'm I'm guessing, before then. Yes. And these were established established formats for the question and answer business including the emergence of uh, of the Jeopardy style as we heard. As we heard
0: exactly that the forerunner of Jeopardy was happening in the 40s. So in the 50s this is when the formats really started to flourish. Mm-hmm. So in the early 50s particularly on American television you've got things like 21, The Big Surprise, Dotto, Tic-Tac-Doe, And, of course, the $64,000 question. Oh, yeah. And uh, quiz shows absolutely took the American public by storm. Mm. Uh, Huge mania for quiz shows in the mid-50s. When the $64,000 question was on, President Eisenhower would leave orders not to be disturbed. Oh, people went out to movies and restaurants less and even the crime stats dipped. Really? When the $64,000 question was on, you were wow. less likely to be mugged in crime downtown New York. Quiz.
1: This 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 is the power of quizzing made, for good. It made the country a better and safer place, it I like to think. did. But, briefly. of course, nothing good can last.
0: So, the world of quizzing was rocked by scandal. So, the 1950s is the decade where we realised that, you know, when, when money becomes involved, quizzing can often go bad. Mm. So from bringing down the crime stats, it, quizzing contributed to crime in its own way. Um, because, as is explored in the movie Quiz Show, which I would b- beseech you to watch if you've not, mm. uh, Robert Redford directed at the end of the nineteen fifties, the world of American quiz was rocked by scandals. Really was. It really was. In nineteen fifty six, a man called Charles Van Doren, who was an English tutor at Columbia, met a man at a party who said, hmm, "I work in TV. You're a, you're a sort of intellectual. Yeah. I fancy you for my show." Um, and he wanted him to apply to be on Twenty One. Mm. So the there was a contestant called Herb Stempel who was the reigning champion the champ, on 21, he? Yeah. and he kept winning, but the viewers didn't really take to Herb, and so they wanted to try and bring someone in who could beat him, someone who the public would take to their hearts, and so they brought in Mr Van Doren. And they basically they engineered it so that he won, and Herb Stempel agreed to kind of throw the quiz. So the whole thing was rigged. Mm. Um, and this it didn't come out immediately, but a little while later, Herb Stempel uh, basically let the cat out of the it bag. Blamped and said, actually, the whole thing was rigged. And this kind of coincided with other scandals. So in May 1958, there was another quiz show called Dotto, and uh, a man named Edward Hilgemeyer Jr. was on the show, and he was just backstage looking around, and he saw a notebook. And he looked in the notebook and saw that it was full of the answers to quiz questions and realised that those were the very same answers that the contestant on stage, Marie Wynne, was giving at that very moment. So he blew the whistle on that. Wow. And then people started to think, hang on a minute, something fishy is going on with Mm. quiz. So the New York District Attorney, Joseph Stone, decided to launch an investigation, and he brought in Stemple and Van Doren from 21 to question them about what had happened. On uh, twenty-one, and it led to a grand jury trial, mm-hmm. which is covered in the in the movie quiz show. Um, and other people came out of the woodwork, so there was another twenty-one champion called James Snodgrass and he when he was booked to appear on the program they had coached him and they'd given him answers and he was a bit like oh this this could be a bit mm. dodgy so he had sent himself by registered mail the coaching notes that they'd given him with the answers oh. so he could prove that he'd had the answers before he appeared on the quiz so a huge upset chaos People were horrified. People
1: lost their trust in... They lost their trust in the quiz shows. They thought it was all above board. And
0: and the ratings plummeted. Mm. So these once popular shows all suddenly disappeared. So that was that, really, for American TV Mm. for a few years. And what really revived the quiz show in America was Jeopardy. Of course. Because in 1963, Merv Griffin was talking to his wife and was like, oh, you know, how can we bring back the quiz show? The problem is everyone thinks that people are given the answers... And so his wife went, well, hang on a
1: minute. If they're given the answers... Give them the... Literally give them the answers. Give them the
0: answers. They've got to come up with the questions. And it was enough of a gimmick to kind of turn things around. Oh. And I guess the public was sort of hungry again for quizzing. Yeah. Um, but Britain had its own version Of the scandal. So there was also scandal around quizzing in Britain. So in 1958, ITV pulled its own version of 21 almost immediately after contestant Stanley Armstrong claimed that he had been given definite leads to the answers. So it was going on all over the board. Um, But interestingly, in the UK, it didn't kill off quizzing in the same way. But what it did was it resulted in a winnings cap, which Mm. we've discussed before. So the the independent television authority put a winning cap in place of a thousand pounds, which was only increased in 1981 to six thousand pounds. Although the British version of the $64,000 question did receive special permission to offer (laughs) (laughs) £6,400 when it premiered in 1990. I did remember that, I'm thinking. (laughs) Yes, oh, that extra £400. Yeah, it's going to make a huge Mm. difference. Wowzers. But then I think, you know, it it made a bit of a difference in the way that quiz shows were perceived in America and in the UK because, you know, still there was this idea in America where you've got to give big prizes, Mm. whereas it led to us being happy with a you know with a selection of patio furniture (laughs) or a I mean a speedboat if you're really 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 lucky. a hostess trolley a digital clock radio so I think it did us a lot of favors there'd be no bullseye without the prize cap let's face it a lot of the things we love about British quizzing is the slightly tacky nature of the prizes but um so yeah so that was the 50s it was you know quizzing established itself a lot of great formats were created but there was a lot of scandal as well so an interesting decade for quizzing I think. So Jenny, I have some questions from the 1950s. Wonderful, vintage quiz. So these are from the sixty-four thousand dollar question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now they're, they're opera based. Ah, perfect. So, you say that. You've got such a good poker face. I'm not sure whether you're telling the truth. So, I'm going to give you a $1,000 question, a $2,000 question, and a $4,000 question. I don't have an actual $64,000 question, because I haven't got
1: $64,000. £6,400 question. I I will
0: give you 64 pence if you get these right. It's the 64 pence question. So, for one pence, (laughs) in what opera? Now, these questions were posed to Marilyn Southern, who was a housewife from Brooklyn. Oh. Okay, so
1: just imagine... And, and obviously she's very keen on opera. She Well, she clearly was. She did very well, actually.
0: So, her first question was, in what opera in what opera is the old Irish song The Last Rose of Summer sung? Mm. I had never heard of either this opera <laughs> or indeed the composer of oh, this Oh, that's, that's very encouraging. She got
1: it, though. Um, the Marianne Girl of Southern. the Golden West.
0: Yeah, no. It is called Martha... An opera called Martha mm-hmm. by Friedrich von Flotto. Okay. Yeah, no, fine. Super famous. Um, let's go on to the $2,000 question. Das Rheingold by Wagner has one of the most impressive openings in all opera. Mm-hmm. As the curtain rises, we discover three Rhine maidens guarding a treasure at the bottom of the river. Name the three supernatural guardians. Um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yes, correct. No. <laughs> it is Voglinda, Veligunda, and Flosshilde. Floss Hilda which is what I'm calling my next child if I ever <laughs> I just think it's, it's a good name for a dog Floss Hilda <laughs> that will be my next child
1: when I say obviously I'm, uh, I'm not going to have any more actual children but yeah my or
0: Veligunda. Veligunda, that's a very very good
1: name. it so it sounds like very good Yeah, that's
0: probably why. So I'm now going to, for the final question. This is well, it was four thousand dollars on the show, but this is your sixty-four pence question. Okay, okay, for
1: sixty-four pence. I don't think you could have offered me any sum of money to be honest, and it's not. I'm not going to win it.
0: Even in the fifties, I don't think sixty-four pence would have got you got you excited. But uh, I'm going to name three villains from three well-known operas. You have to tell me the names of the operas. So our first villain is Hagen. In which opera would you find the villain Hagen? Hagen. Hagen I mean, it's worth a guess.
1: Does Hagen. Uh, the Flying Dutchman? No. Nope. Do you want another guess? Uh, Defladermaus. mouse. No. Nope. It is. I am naming operas, though.
0: It's, well, you see, because uh, I know so little about operas, it, so it's Gotterdammerung. Ah, oh, We should have gone for a Wagner. This part of the, part of the ring, isn't it? Yeah, it's part, part of the part ring. Of the ring. <laughs> it's in the ring. Um, okay, the next one is Gessler. Gessler. How are you spelling that? G-E-S-L-E-R. Oh.
1: Gessler. Gess- Gessler. Um, and that's in an opera, right? It uh, is in an opera. Shall I tell you who the opera's uh,
0: by? Yeah, that'll help. Uh, it's a Rossini opera. Um, the thieving magpie. It's not the thieving magpie. Oh, it's worth a go, though. It's another one. Do you want me to um, go on? Tell us. No, I'll mm, give you a clue. <laughs> Shall <Should> I
1: stop? <laughs> the Lone Ranger musical. <laughs> yes. William Tell.
0: William Tell. Oh, oh, very good. good.
1: Very good. <clears throat>
0: and finally, Baron Scarpia.
2: Is Ooh. the villain in which
1: opera? Oh, I like the sound of that, Baron Scarpia.
0: Uh, I am Baron Scarpia. I am a baddie in an
1: opera. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how his part goes. That, if that was a Gilbert and <laughs> Sullivan, then you were spot yeah. on there. Um no. Baron Scarpia. Do you want me to tell I'll you who it's um, it, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna guess it's someone in Italian. It is. Yeah. 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 It's really narrow. <laughs> Go on, who, who's who's the author? It is a Puccini A Puccini um, Is it one of his best known works? It's but I'd heard of it Alright, oh, fair enough um, It's not that one and it's not that one um, One word Oh uh, No Dosga Dosga Tosca, yeah. Tosca, the top. Yeah, she chucks herself off a her, off a building. Yeah, I don't mean really spoilers. Much about it. Anyway, but well, probably Baron Scarpia. Probably oh well, yeah, her... I think it's one of those when she was being pursued by, by Baron, Baron Scarpia, Scarpia. and yeah. she didn't want to get involved. She loved someone else, and what? they're all like they're all, all like that. And then someone... where's the happy operas? That's what I want. Um, good. Gilbert and Sullivan. Well, that's except true. for the Gondoliers. That's miserable, saddest ending. It's, it's like the, omen of the, the no, of the no. Years. It's the Omen of the Guard. Is the one with the really sad ending. Mm, yeah. Okay. I'll have to
0: release yeah. a Big gap in my knowledge. I don't really like Gilbert and Sullivan, to be honest. <gasps> no, I know. I know. I've just alienated everyone there. I'll just go and sit in a <laughs> well, corner. Well,
1: you just alienated. <clears throat> but nobody. that's the kind of thing.
0: That's the kind of thing they were asking in the 1950s, Jen. Opera. Opera. They were all op- into the opera. All, all, all of the opera. So uh, join us next week for more of a delve into the history of quizzing. And we'll be into the 1960s.
1: Some 60s questions.
0: There will be, there'll be some questions and then be some, there are reminiscences. Although the 60s, was it was a lot about game shows. That yeah. was when the game shows started to happen. So not so many quiz shows. But some of our absolute favourites started in the 60s. So we shall find out which ones next week. Yay. joining us on the line we have the current champion of brain of britain what well, the brain you are the brain it is the one and only david stainer hello david hello. oh well listen congratulations thank you i listened uh, to the episode to the final of this year's brain of britain and it was nail-biting stuff and you were magnificent are you still walking on
4: air yeah very much yes yes it was it, it, nerve wracking to words to be honest I thought that, um, at the half time I was four or five points down on the leader and I thought there was absolutely no way I was going to be winning it um, but it, it just sort of fell for me in the second half a bit more and uh I managed to inch past um, Frankie and um, I managed to win it. And it was it was my third attempt uh, in in the grand final at Brain of Brain Britain. So um, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great relief finally to manage to win the thing.
0: Oh, it was a spectacular win actually, because as you say, you know the first couple of rounds there wasn't a lot in it. It seemed to be anyone's game. And then towards the end, you really found your form, didn't you?
4: Yeah, that, that's right. I, I think that's probably been the case in most of the matches I've played this series that I've sort of um, uh, put, piled on a, a lot of points towards the end of the game. I uh, don't know why, but, um, Second uh, half but there specialist you go. Yeah, you? I, I certainly wasn't expecting it, though. As I say, I thought I'd blown my chances in the first half when... Uh, uh, you know, the opposition were getting lots more answers than I was.
0: And you did have some very difficult questions. There was one which was, uh, oh, good, it was about um, armour, and it was which part of the body does, I can't even remember what the name of the thing was now, I'd have to look it up, but it was a, there was a piece of armour that protects a certain part of the body. And yes. you sadly went for, which I thought was a brilliant answer. You said, "Can you remember the name <laughs> of what it was? Is it is well, it going to haunt uh, you forever?"
4: I can't remember exactly. It was something that sounded a bit like um, po- Pollux, didn't it? Because because it... um, uh, <laughs> because uh, I-, I thought the Pollux is a name for uh, a scientific name for the thumb so i thought well maybe there's some linkage yes. there and i said the thumb uh, although i didn't think that sounded very plausible but then um, <laughs> i think um uh, roger um got it without um seeming to have to think about it he, he got some excellent answers that um as as of course did uh did frankie it was absolutely outstanding and i felt um actually quite bad um to, oh. uh, to, to beat her when she played I think it was a pollen wasn't pollen,
0: it pollen p-o-l-e-y-n that's exactly what yeah, it was yeah so
4: I, I sort of thought oh it sounds a bit like Pollux maybe I should go for thumb it's not really my <laughs> special subject and suit of armor so uh
0: Oh, it's such, I mean, it's absolutely the kind of thing that people would parody about quizzing, isn't it? Like, you know, people going, oh, you expect to know what bit of armour covers the knee, you know, and it's absolutely right. That is what you need to know. Uh, To be the Brain of Britain champion, you need to know that kind of thing.
4: Uh, I think there is something quite quite old school about Brain of Britain mm, in that way. I think it's probably... Of all the, the major quiz shows, it's fondest of the um, historic quiz syllabus, shall we say?
1: Yes, um, uh, yes.
4: Luckily, I'm not too bad on it, but um, I think it probably does put off a few players from applying um, because you do get questions about some fairly uh, old school topics like that. But, well, there uh, another one they tripped money, you I, I up on. I absolutely love it as a
0: show. I love it as well. I mean, but, yeah, they, they do have some more modern questions because there was another one which was musicals, and I, I felt for you. See, this was still at the point where I'm thinking, oh, you know, how's he going to do? And um, the musicals, it was. I think your guest was Legally Blonde, yeah. and it turned out to be Calendar Girls.
4: Oh yeah! Really and good answer from Frankie there. That was a really didn't, didn't good have answer. Never oh, I didn't. Um, she obviously
0: knew it. I know. Someone else said Frozen. There were a lot of good guesses, but yeah. uh, but that was so. At that point, I'm listening to it and I'm thinking. And even though I knew you'd won because I was listening to it in the knowledge that you'd won, but even so, I was thinking, "Oh, come on, David, come on, <laughs> you can do it." And then you absolutely turned it around. And um, there was now the lightest halogen. <laughs> They said, which, which element is the lightest halogen? And you got it, but you sounded hesitant. So was, tell us the correct answer, and was it a guess?
4: Uh, well, the correct answer was fluorine. It, 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 it wasn't a guess. Um, well, I guess like a lot of my answers in quizzes, I had a sort of instinctive feeling it was fluorine, probably from the last time that I'd... Uh, looked at the periodic table. Um, and I must admit, rather sadly, I did um, work my way through a Dorling Kindersley book about chemical elements.
1: That's not um, just,
4: just recently. Um, so um, so I, I had it sort of dimly in mind, but I wasn't absolutely certain. I, I think unless you're very keen on, on the topic or the questions really easy, it's, it's very difficult to be absolutely certain on things, so I probably often sound slightly, slightly doubtful. Um, yes, but then uh, that's
0: quite endearing, I think. You didn't sound cocky. Mm.
4: And, and, well, there's yeah, there's certainly no, I mean, I think quiz is a great, a great thing for um, conquering any temptation to be cocky because <laughs> it's it's, um, it, it's so very good at reminding you uh, of stuff you don't know and how much there is to know. Mm, isn't it and though? And how good other people are
0: isn't it? Well, other people are very good but you, sir, are the brain of Britain, so let's not take that away for a second. No. Um, I yeah, hope indeed. you've had some kind of special T-shirt and hat made. Do, you, do they give you a crown? Is there any kind <laughs> a of
4: tiara <crown>? no, no. <laughs> and, and a, a sash.
0: sash? Would be it. <laughs> it's
4: a very nice trophy. Uh, it's it's a kind of silver plate. I'm not sure whether it's actual silver or not, but it is it's, it's very nice, engraved with my my name and uh, everything like that. So it's got pride of place, uh, pride of place. Forgive me in the living room. Oh no, nice. um, at the moment, and um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I. I guess I'm used to prestigious quiz events having little in the way of prizes because that tends to be the way our, our hobby is conducted um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I you know um, it, it wasn't uh, an issue for me it's certainly a very nice trophy and um, I'm obviously delighted by the um, y- you know claiming a big title and that kind of thing yes. so, um, and what
0: number are, do you know what number you are in, that's
4: in? a really good question I think they might have said 66 but I'm oh, I'm not yeah. They he did actually. I was amazed at how long it's been. It's been going for really as a, as a show. It's, a, it's, a, you know, it's an absolute institution, I guess. But um, I think the suggestion was um, sixty six. It, yeah, it goes not, back
1: to the fifties originally, because we've we've been doing our history of quizzing yes. on, on the on the show, and goes way back to sort of the the earliest time of developing a quiz show format and it's such a classic
0: yes yes yes.
1: we've stuck with it very little has changed Mm.
0: well in in one form or another it's been around since 1953 it was a slot in what do you know um and then it became a program in its own right in 1967 so it's amazing that it
4: hasn't had any break in that time isn't Mm. it because a lot of these very long-running quiz shows university challenge or mastermind 15 to 1 they sort of fall out of um, fashion at some point, don't they, and then go off, mm. and then you know maybe are brought back after a break. But I, I don't think the Brain of Britain has had uh, any break during that period. No, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm
0: looking through. You see, um, I'm actually. I think 2008 there doesn't appear to have been a Brain of Britain champion. So we'll find out what oh. happened there. Um,
4: it's funny, isn't it? I wonder
0: why that is. I well, I'm looking at Wikipedia, though, so it might just be wrong. It may simply just be wrong. But David Martin Dakin, back in 1954, was the first brain of Britain. And you are the latest one so David Martin Dakin is probably looking down I mean he might still be alive if he, if oh, he no, is hello likely, yeah. um, if not then he's looking down and uh, <laughs> smiling yeah, I'm sure it's, pro-
4: it's probably unlikely he would be alive assuming that the average quiz player was probably then as now into their Forties or so, he'd probably be well over a hundred if he was still alive. <laughs> <wouldn't you think?
1: laughs> Quizzing keeps you young. It, but, uh,
4: it, it would be great if he was listening and um, wrote in to you guys. Yeah, and, get in uh, touch, to
1: David Martin
0: Dakin, if you're there, or um, I mean, any other winners if they want to. I mean, I don't know if it's like winning the lottery if it ruins your life. I mean, we might get ex <laughs> brains of Britain writing in saying, "Oh, nothing was ever the same. <laughs> it went to my head. I, you know uh, that that trophy was. I, I suspect you." You'll be fine. Do you, do you know any um, of the I'm other winners? I'm left
4: with a sort of vague feeling as to what, what um, media quiz I should be aiming at next. I, I must admit I am um, i don't know, I have a pretty inglorious record for my one appearance on Mastermind I went out in the first round. Oh, so no. I suppose that's something to consider but uh, it does take a lot of work in a way that Brain of Britain doesn't because you've obviously got to repair mm. for a specialist subject on Mastermind and I'm uh, you know naturally someone who Shies away from that kind of um, you know um formal revision program as it were
0: and well, do you know what if you're someone who doesn't like to prepare you're very welcome on this show because that's very much uh, our attitude is let's just wing it and see how it goes well, I mean so, there's
4: a distinction isn't there between generally sort of doing lots of quizzes and and reading lots of books on general topics to having to I don't know, learn the name of some minor character on page, you know, 163 yeah. of Pride and Prejudice or something. Yes. I don't really like having to learn that kind of boring detail that only ever comes up in the specialist subject around mm. the mastermind. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know, really, pro- probably won't go for that, but um, I'll have to think of something, won't I?
0: Well, I'm always looking for a companion for Pointless, so, yeah. uh, you know... Um, Lucy's
1: <laughs> literally now tapping up everybody He <laughs> comes yeah. on this show. <laughs>
0: I'm like, I do need, you know, would you fancy Pointless, David, if I could, uh, you know, swing that, that we could partner up for Pointless?
4: I'd love to go on Pointless, to be Hey, um, nice. I did, I think I did apply with my wife early on, and we, we definitely went and did an audition and had great fun, but never heard back.
2: Oh, um,
0: wow.
4: But yeah, I do think it's, um, it's a brilliant show, brilliant concept, Um fantastic other host, quiz shows so
1: are available yeah, yeah obviously t-
4: or of course the chase of I course know, <laughs> that's my other favorite
1: yes yes um
4: that i've never been on either but then uh, i think i know
1: you'd be struggling chases, yeah um, <laughs> yeah.
4: So I, I think probably probably i wouldn't be allowed on that one but no. pointless does does seem more achievable uh, yes. yeah i'd love to go on it
0: great well i am in awe of your quizzing genius we are and we look forward to seeing what happens next
4: no, oh, it's very
0: kind of to say so. Now, oh, thank you so much for talking to us, Brain of Britain, David Stainer, Woo! Woo! champion.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: So, it is now time for the Listener Quiz. Listener My Quiz. Time. I love it. Listener Quiz. Uh, and today it's been sent in by Ross Quinn. Now, Ross has, I believe, Amanda, the producer, I believe that Ross has been incredibly generous with his questions and given yes. us not one but two quizzes.
3: Yeah, he's given us ten questions, so I think to get as much out of Ross as we possibly well, we can. can. Say Ross Quinn over Ross and over Quinn. again.
1: Yeah, Ross Quinn, quiz, Quinn quiz, <laughs> Quinn quiz. Yeah, Queen fair enough. Doctor
3: Ross Quiz Med. No. no. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I think if we split this into two, we'll have the first half today in the next couple of weeks we'll have part two and it's a really fun one i'm really pleased that we can spread this over a couple of weeks because it's song lyrics
0: oh yes oh yes
1: come on so that's the kind of thing yeah
3: i
0: mean if it's 80s then i'm supremely confident my friend joe and i um i mean all we ever really i do not we don't even know each other that well because all we ever do is swap eighties song lyrics (laughs) like we've been friends for years but we've only communicated through the medium of 80s song lyrics. I know she's never going to give me up. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so
3: I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Thanks, Ross Quinn. Question number one. In the song Girls and Boys by Blur, which Mediterranean holiday island destination is mentioned? Oh, Buzz. I'm going to say... Oh, I got. I want to say Corfu. No. No. Um, I'm trying to work
0: through the lyrics. Dun, in
1: down
0: to Greece.
1: On holiday. Day. You just said it.
0: Oh, it's Greece. Oh, it's Greece. Greece. Oh. Yeah. Which Mediterranean holiday th- destination is mentioned? Oh, much I was just trying oh to God, think of an yes. island. No, I thought exactly. Yeah, That's I, I was, it was thinking later in
1: the... Later yeah, in the yeah, yeah, so- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: Okay. Following the crowds down to Greece or whatever it is. It's, it's herd, following the, herd, the herd, down herd down to Greece. To Greece. On holiday. holiday.
3: Stand by your buzzers, because I think you're both going to get this one. Okay. Can you name the American actress referred to in the Wham song, Wake Me Up Before You Go? Oh, I think you were just in there, Jenny. Doris Day. It is Doris Day. You make the sunshine brighter than Doris Day. Um, Clearance. <laughs> <laughs> I think you find it was that's, less than 10 seconds. I was going to say, yeah. that's just enough. <laughs> Question number three. Suggs from Madness likes driving in my car, apparently, but what nationality is the bloke that sells him a car?
0: From, from Brazil, Oh, Lucy Porter, Lucy, hello, Bob. Um, that's, that's my buzzer. Uh, he got it in Muswell Hill from a bloke from Brazil. Is
1: the correct? Oh, you are correct, but it was there as But well. it was Primrose Hill. Oh, it's
0: Primrose, Primrose, Hill. Primrose Hill. Hill.
1: Yeah, of course it is.
0: Oh, but dear. okay, it's the same. Primrose Muswell. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's two one. I mean, it'd be hard yeah? to sell a car in Primrose Hill because you know it I, I,
3: probably costs more.
0: Anyway, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. There you go. Right. Yes.
3: So, question number four: Which two politicians are named in the song "Killer Queen" by Queen? Buzz, Jenny.
1: Oh God. Um. 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 Sorry, I completely blanked there. Um. I don't even know it, so you can
0: take your time. I'm going to go through.
1: Kennedy. Yeah, that's one of them. Khrushchev, Khrushchev, Khrushchev. Correct. Khrushchev and Kennedy. Yeah. I think you both
0: get a point for that. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. lovely, but I was guessing. Were you? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know the lyrics to Killer
3: Queen, I don't think. No? For the last one for today, in the song Up the Junction by Squeeze, yeah. at what time is the baby born? Oh, this Buzz. morning...
1: Oh. 430
3: no no.
0: this morning at yep. 4.50 4. 50.
3: and no this morning at 3.50 no this morning at 4.50 I took a rather nifty yeah, down do to an incubator, an incubator where thirty minutes, 30
0: minutes later, later. Oh, so what time it was time we... a maths question all along <laughs> so what time was the baby born? 5.20 correct oh, wow. <laughs> wow I tell you what Ross Quinn Catch you have done a genius job yeah. there That's love it a, yeah. I love that listener quiz feeling Quinn. quite bamboozled the Quinn quiz was very good. quiz. Very Looking forward good. to
1: another another five questions. Yeah, from I'd Ross. like to do
0: it now to be honest, but we
1: can't. Amanda
0: says what not. Don't lie, You can't have all your treats at once. No, you can't. But thank you very much, Ross Quinn, for sending that in and anybody <laughs> else who wants to send in a lyrics quiz, feel free. <laughs> or any kind of quiz. Or any kind of quiz. But yeah, maybe a football lyrics. quiz or something. Just lyrics, no. No football. Opera. No opera. Okay, now I am lucky enough to be speaking to the broadcaster and journalist, Asma Mir. Uh, Now, I didn't know, I do another podcast with Asma, we do a a podcast for Mumsnet called Mm. Am I Being Unreasonable? And throughout this, I didn't (laughs) realise that I was sitting across the table from another Mastermind champion.
6: I mean, yes, but there were a lot of champions. So, there been a lot of champions. Well,
0: there have, but asthma. <laughs> let's just go through... Oh, God! ...what What's... you achieved. So uh, we're going back to January 2015. This was the broadcast date. You presumably recorded it before that. But um, it was episode eight in series 13, unlucky series 13 of Mastermind, the cursed series <laughs> of Celebrity Mastermind, as everyone knows nice. it. Um, so... Now, tell us about it. i I have here
6: a list of who you were up against. Can you remember? Um, I, uh, you know what? I can remember some of them. Mm-hmm. Can I just say before all of this, right? It was recorded yes. in the in November, okay, and I Was one month pregnant, and I was shitting myself for all sorts of reasons. (laughs) As you do when you're one month pregnant. Um, And I was like, my stomach had started to inflate, but I didn't want anyone to know, so I was trying to hold my my stomach in. Oh (laughs) no! So you weren't even fully concentrating. I wasn't. I really wasn't (gasps) concentrating. And and so when I watched it back, I um I I was like really breathless. And oh I looked like gosh. a loon. But basically, it, yeah, that's why. Anyway, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> well,
0: we were going to move on to the next one. I
6: love the fact you've given us the context Aww.
0: because people never. I'm making think my X excuses because they watch you on I? television. Well, you know, I've already said that you won. I've spoiled oh. that uh,
6: particular aspect of it. But So Ben Bailey Smith was on. He was. Um, and he was lovely, but he really wanted to win. Did he? Well, he <laughs> comedian. I mean, he's a rapper. He's a comedian. He does. He's lots a of great things. guy.
0: He is a great man. But yes, I mean, all comedians are desperately competitive.
6: <laughs> Who uh, was Gethin Jones on? He was. And then there was that guy, the actor from Neighbours. Yep, Mrs. Mangle's son. Just leave you hanging
0: for a bit and uh, Mark, <laughs> make it Mark.
6: Good. Some, uh, you know, I was pregnant. I don't remember. Mark, that's Little, my excuse. Mark Little. Mark Little. That's it. Yes, they were lovely.
0: They were. I was lovely. the only lady. Uh, well, and can you remember what your special subject was?
6: I do remember it because I mean, what was I thinking? Anyway, um, can it you was, remember what anyone <laughs> else's special subjects were? Actually, the that's I. A, c- that's a good because it's always interesting, isn't it? Because you don't know until you turn up. Because
0: people always say, oh, do you know beforehand? No, you turn up. Uh -uh. You know what you're doing, but you don't know what they're doing. Yeah.
6: Uh, My special subject was the novels of Hanif Qureshi. The reason being that I didn't want to make an arse of myself on national telly. I wasn't bothered about winning or losing or whatever. I just didn't want to make an arse of myself. And that's, it's a scary thing, Mastermind, isn't it? It is. John Humphrey's kind of staring at you. Love you, John. Um, And so I wanted to choose something that was kind of finite. So I yes. thought, okay, so it's seven specific books. If I read the seven books, and make a few notes, then it won't be a disaster. Whereas if I had said, you know, something that I love, like, oh, the history of Celtic football club, I would have got something wrong. And then, then everyone would have said, well, you're not a proper Celtic yeah. fan, are you?
0: Oh, you'd be an absolute exactly. lunatic to do Celtic. Yeah. Anything to So you do. don't
6: actually do your favourite thing in life. You, no. you probably do some, you should do something that you think you can... Revise. I know that sounds so. You're clinical, making it sound like you've true. got
0: that you really don't like the novels of Hanif Kureishi. Oh, it well, the thing is, easy. most
6: of them I did, but I hadn't read them all, yes. so I had to read a few, and I yeah, they, they were not all as good as each other. Okay. There are some fantastic ones. You're bound to have your favourites. Yeah, you? exactly.
0: Um, so can you remember what the other contestants were doing?
6: I seem to remember that uh, Ben Bailey Smith was something to do with the Marx Brothers. It
0: was the films of the Marx Brothers. Oh. So similarly, so you very cleverly the wording of the mastermind special subjects was quite interesting because mm. if you'd said the life and works of Hanif Qureishi, oh, no, then you would have had more to do and in similar way if he'd said the life and work yeah. of the Marx Brothers but he's the films of the Marx Brothers. There are still more films of the Marx Brothers than novels by Hanif Qureshi, but... Uh, oh. You know. so, so what
6: are you trying to say there, Lucy? I'm not
0: saying anything else. I'm not trying to say that your <laughs> subject was easier. I'm just leaving it out there for the listeners to... It's his uh, fault. He chose that.
2: <laughs> so Mark
0: Little, uh, mm. who is a, a
6: lovely comic, brilliant yeah. man, um, he chose... Can you remember what he
2: chose? No, he, now, not he at went
0: all. for another author.
6: I was pregnant. Have I reminded? Have I t- mentioned that yet? Uh, yes. <laughs> He went he
0: didn't word his question he, he didn't word his topic carefully enough. Oh, no. He just went for Huntress Thompson. Oh God. And let's be honest, if you're looking at Huntress Thompson, you go, Well the works of Huntress Thompson would be quite easy, but the yeah. the life of Huntress yeah, Thompson, yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. how much crazy stuff no. you have to exactly. I mean, you know, in which bush did he wake up. <laughs> Which creature did he hallucinate that he was? I mean, that is kind of... And then oh, Gethin, no. Gethin Jones.
6: I bet it was something sporty. Oh. Gethin Jones, I love him. Just thinking oh. about him and hearing his
0: name, I want to cuddle him. He is a lovely, cuddly cuddly Welshman. But he did the thing that you didn't do, which is that he did go for sport and he went for Welsh International Rugby.
6: Oh, no, why did he do that? He probably yeah. did really well. But first of all, he's doing that patriotic thing, which I get, right? Yes, totally yes, being yes. a Scot. And he's doing his job. No, no. No, 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 no,
0: you don't do that. And it was only 2000 to
6: 2010,
0: though. Oh. Which I sort of feel like if you're going to do international rugby, yeah, yeah, you've got to do it. years of it. I want a century at least. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But so the placings were um, poor Mark Little, having chosen crazy Huntress Thompson, came in fourth place. Oh, bless him. Um, Gethin was third place. Ben Bailey Smith with the films of the Mark Brothers was in second. Mm. But the winner. John Humphreys <laughs> Announced the name of the winner It's Asma Mir Woohoo um, So do you remember If you were Were you in the lead Going into the general knowledge do you remember, I mean I know you were um, pregnant So this is probably Was real.
6: I in the lead Going
0: into the General knowledge Did you have a good knowledge? General knowledge anyway Uh <laughs>
6: I don't know. We're going to watch it back. It was we'll so it long back. ago. Tell you what
0: I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. After this <clears> interview, <throat> I'm going to go and watch it. And then I'm going to do a play-by-play.
6: Oh, stop it. You it are not. And then give me my verdict. You know what my approach was, by the way? I had um, watched a few and I realised that um if it's a tie... um If you've passed on stuff, then I can't explain it. But anyway, don't pass. Just don't pass. So even if you don't know the answer, say something, which, of course, you know, you're going to say something stupid, aren't you? And I know I answered the question. I don't know what the question was, but I answered it. Queensland? Queensland? Um, in Australia and like someone was ridiculing me about it on Twitter oh. six months later and I was just like I don't care Yeah, I I wanted to say something yes. you know yes. I mean the, the yes. answer was something to do with Australia but it wasn't Queensland because Queensland's a state but or, better I to be know. quick
0: and wrong yes, thank than you. to take ages and then pass this is my mantra in life yes better <laughs> to be quick and wrong <laughs> um, so Hanif Qureshi so uh, how do you think you would do if I were to give you a quiz say now about the
6: yeah. I, I would have to kill you In what
0: year was the Buddha of Suburbia released? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> She was pregnant, she's retained nothing It was 1990 um, uh, Are these actual questions? Same questions? No,
6: these are just oh, questions I've made up that's not fair I've just
0: made up some questions while I want to, Because I do think it's like <sighs> cramming for an exam Because yeah. I did exactly the same I did yeah. Steve Martin You and know I, everything
6: on day one yeah. The day after, you know nothing Go on then. Okay, it's going to be a zero, isn't it? (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. Oh no, that's. I was going to ask you a question about a film film adaptation, but of course you didn't.
6: Mm. You didn't do that. Wasn't in the brief. No, Uh, in Gabriel's gift. Oh no, I hated that book.
0: What is the name of Gabriel's father?
6: (laughs) Mister Gabriel. (laughs) (laughs) Mister Gabriel. I don't know. Rex Bunch. Of course it is. Rex Bunch. I knew that I just wanted to hear you say it. Okay um, do you know the
0: name of Gabriel's mother?
6: Nope. No okay that's fine that's fine we'll move on. I didn't like that one. Didn't
0: like that one okay <laughs> let me pick one that you did like. Okay uh, let's go back oh
3: God.
0: to. They're going to uh, take the trophy off me. They are they can do that. They can. <sighs> they can't because I've swallowed that. it. Retrospectively <laughs> <They can>. <laughs> <laughs> Um Okay <laughs> In the Buddha of suburbia,
2: yeah. Kareem
0: introduces himself as follows. My name is Kareem Amir and I'm an Englishman born and bred blank. What's the blank word there? Born and bred. Don't know. The missing word was almost I'm an Englishman born and bred. Oh, almost.
6: okay. Okay. It's a really good book. Can I just say, I love that book. <laughs> I haven't read it since 2014,
0: though. No, well, fair enough. Shall I give I've you also one had a
6: baby. Have I mentioned that?
0: You, d- you did sort of allude <laughs> to that. Yeah, you did just slightly.
6: Okay, I'll give you I've one more. I've had no sleep since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you...
0: Name any of the other stories in The Body.
6: What's The Body? The Body is a collection of short stories. Ah, oh, I didn't do short stories. Oh, okay. I only did novels, the so novels. that's I have to take 10 <gasps> points off I've just for exactly that. you were so
0: careful <laughs> with the wording. You were so careful. Um, Jamal Khan is the protagonist of which book? Um, can you give me some choices? <laughs> is it? a something to tell you or b the buddha of suburbia i think it's something to tell you yes it is oh yes yeah, yeah but She still got it well one done. point Woo-hoo. as my you scored one point <laughs> Let's hope you do very well in your general knowledge round. Anyway, we're not going to do that to you, but thank you very much for sharing your experiences. I feel like a fraud. Thank know. you, Lucy. I feel what we've done here is we have unmasked you as a fraud. And Gethin Jones will be listening to this going, oh, bloody hell, I could have beaten. That's not an accent that anyone wants to hear, is it? That worse accent. Ben bailey will going, oh, bloody hell. Um, he doesn't even sound like that. Who else is Little, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, mate. <laughs> Oh, str- struce! Oh, wreck off! Oh, wreck off, mate! I could have beaten her with my hunterish Thompson. No, terrible accent, are my speciality Right, thank you so much, Mere, Mastermind Champion under false pretences. <laughs> well, there we go. That is another episode of Fingers on Buzzers, and thank you so much to our guests. So, uh, so thank you very much for listening. Thank you, guys. That was Fingers on Buzzers.
1: Bye. Bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for
2: listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...